0: now it's time to start thinking about the practical and just the Mm -hmm. fact that you're so much clearer on you know again what that long mid short-term goal are and the things that you you know your what and your how Mm -hmm. Um, and I think again going back to picking a business coach if you get on a call with somebody and they're not asking you these questions and they're not kind of digging into where you are with your mindset if they're not if it's just all about the sale for them that's not a good coach
1: you're listening to rebel heart radio hosted by a nutritional therapist cassie knavel and professional esthetician and makeup artist genevieve blair a lifestyle podcast about clean living making money and badass
2: people that inspire us endlessly
1: The materials and content within this podcast are for general information and educational purposes only, and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. We are digging into episode 101 today. Guys... Triple digits. We are here. We're so excited. Thanks for being present. If you guys haven't checked out our episode last week, we did a fun play on Vogue's 73 Questions with both Genevieve and myself. And we had a blast. We actually learned a lot about each other. So you'll definitely learn a few things about us. And, uh, and it was just really fun to get to celebrate that moment of hitting 100 episodes with you guys. So make sure you go back and listen to episode 100 if you haven't yet. Um, but we're ready to get back into some meaty topics with you guys. And so this quarter, we are so excited. We're gonna be focusing on business and career development. And we are gonna be bringing on some of our favorite leaders and experts in both their fields and just the business strategy and business development field in general. And we're going to be talking about starting a product-based business, writing a book, affiliate marketing, content creation, um, building a personal brand, online courses, food blogging, um, having a service-based business. We are going to dig into all this juicy stuff and we are so stoked to bring it to you. And this week is no exception. We are kicking off our business focus with my girl, Shay Keats, who is actually my personal business strategist and Genevieve's business strategist as well. And Shay is a business and leadership educator and strategic coach. She lives out here in the Pacific Northwest in Portland, and she uses a really unique combination of savvy business skills, narrative storytelling, and intuitive questioning to help her clients bring comprehensive toolkits for life and business and beyond. And one of the things I love about Shay is how knowledgeable she is about such a wide range of topics. It makes working with her just a breeze and I feel so like connected and understood and I just absolutely love that piece of it Um, and she's definitely a book nerd and a podcast nerd and she's got her hands on so many resources Um, and she holds master's degrees in business management and English literature from Case Western Reserve University and New York University as well and before establishing her own practice she worked as the director of brands and production at Kinder Modern in New York And then in addition to her coaching practice, she is also one of the founders of Breakaway, which is an innovative small business advisory firm. And when she's not working, she can most likely be found hanging out with her adorable bestie and her very sweet dog, Benson. Um, and you can see she, she shares a lot of Benson in her stories on Instagram and uh, and then podcasting as well over at Camp Adulthood. And, and, you know, obviously you guys love podcasts. Make sure you go check out Shay's podcast. The interviews that she's done over the last few years have just been absolutely incredible. Such a wide range of topics that they cover. Um, and then, of course, she podcasts with a fellow Enneagram 8. So I absolutely love listening. Highly recommend you do so as well. And for more information about kind of connecting with her and her strategic coaching programs, you can literally just check out Shay, S H E A, Keats, K E A T S dot com. Um, or you can hop in the show notes. We'll have links for everything on how to connect with Shay. And during this week's episode with Shay, we are focusing in on what it's like to work with a business coach or a business strategist, what the difference is between those two, and when's the right time for you to invest in that for your business. And I loved our conversation. You're going to get a lot of insider information on the back end of my business, on the back end of Genevieve's business, because we both work with Shay. And this was a really fun conversation. So hopefully you guys get some behind the scenes, kind of little nuggets of wisdom from Shay, And uh, and you feel more direction around what's the next next step for you in your business and how you can invest in yourself and in your business moving forward. So, happy listening, friends. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Rebel Heart Radio. We are so floored to have Ms. Shea Keats here with us today. Yep, yep. And Shay is my business strategist that I've been working with for a few months and been friends with for quite a long time now. Um, and I have seen massive strides in my business. And so we wanted to bring her on today to talk about what it looks like to work with a business coach or a business strategist and, uh, and how it can help you grow your business in a way that doing it by yourself really can't. So we're so excited to have you here today, Shay.
0: Thank you. I'm really excited to be here too. And I apologize. I had to just turn off my Slack because it makes this terrible dot, dot, dot. Noise. So anyway, here I am. There'll be no (laughs) more interruptions. But yes, I'm (laughs) Chay. And I'm really excited to be here with Cassie and Genevieve. Yeah. Yeah, So we
2: both work with you separately for business strategy. And we probably need to add an arm for the podcast too, because we're super excited to grow that this year. But um, you know, I think one of the things that people struggle with the most when it comes to finally getting to that point where we're like, okay, we either need to outsource something or we need to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And for me, I think for a long time, I really thought that I needed to outsource all these pieces of my business, but I just realized I needed someone to tell me what I needed to focus on and what I needed to like pull back on and that I actually didn't need to hire someone other than a house cleaner for a little while, (laughs) (laughs) which is the best decision ever, by the way. Yeah. And so I would love for you to share more with us about how to choose someone to work with kind of based on where we're at in our business. And I know we've got a ton of beauty counter consultants listening. We have folks who are in food blogging and nutrition and people who are in aesthetics. Um, You know, there's so many of kind of these different uh, modalities that we have within our business. And your specialty is working with multi-passionate entrepreneurs. I was oh, just going right. to say it's <laughs> us. That's uh, right. the it hardest part. Right. You also have a podcast and you're also a beauty counter consultant. So you get it. Like you yeah. really, really get it. So and like how many more full-time jobs can
1: I add to my life? <laughs> I'm so glad you said it that way. Yeah. like oh, okay. It's like overlapping full-time jobs. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's all good. You know? Um, <laughs>
0: But yeah, I think the question about how to choose a business coach is a really interesting one because the the answer that is the most logical is okay, if you it depends on where you are and I'm making air quotes while I say that in your business. And the the simple way to look at that is like are you just starting your business? Have you been in your business for multiple years or have you been in your business for decades? Are you a short, mid or long-term range uh, since you've started? But I think that's not actually where you have to, uh, that, 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 that really chronological line is not how you define where you are in your business. Mm-hmm. Where you are in your business is really about where you are in your mindset, where you are with your goals. Um, and, and, and by goals, I mean, do you know where you're going? you know it doesn't have to be and i and i like those really big massive long term goals because the idea of what i do what a coach does or a strategist does is that you make sure the person stays on the path towards that goal and you're making all of the right choices along the way to course correct and make sure that you eventually hit that goal and then if that goal changes maybe you take a different path but if you're looking to choose a business coach you first have to figure out you know, where are you in your mindset? Are you feeling good about your business? Are you feeling overwhelmed? Do you know what you're doing? Is that goal defined? Um, Do you know your why? Do you know your how? Do you know your what? And as you ask yourselves those questions, you're either going to find out like, I know what I want to do, but I have a lot of fear and scaries and I don't know how to make this a reality. And you could feel like that whether you've been in business for one year or six years or two months. Um or are you at this point where like, yeah, I know what I want to do. I just need to like get geared up for the path. Like I need to make sure I have my compass and my kerosene stove top. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. I try to use all the like camping yeah. metaphors sometimes and sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> Your your uh, TNT force. Exactly. So <laughs> TNT.
2: just bring dynamite just to bring your, dynamite.
0: I mean, I right? Come like on.
2: I right? yeah, love intensity. Like let's <laughs> start a fire with some dynamite.
0: Yeah. Um, but honestly, speaking of dynamite, if I'm gonna get real dive into the metaphor, I mean, I think that's where most entrepreneurs start, right? They have a nice job and then they're like, you know what? Wait, can I swear on this podcast? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, let her rips. <laughs> then they're like you know, fuck this. And they light the dynamite and they blow the path up. And I come in probably after that path, after you've thrown the dynamite. But, you know, so if you're at that point where you're really unsure of kind of how you want to get there, what your life looks like, uh, what your goals are, um, and if you're dealing with a lot of fear, overwhelm, shame, um, jittery nerves that you don't know what to do. I would really recommend that you start working with a coach who really focuses on mindset Mm -hmm. and, um, I have several recommendations for amazing uh, practitioners that work there, but of course, I cannot uh, not talk about Breanne Wick and Brave Fear. <laughs> we uh, all can't. Yeah, she's amazing. I know she's been on here before, and we and you guys have talked about her quite a bit. But um, she, she's actually launched the week she, before this episode. I know. It's so so she exciting. was on the podcast last week. Oh, yeah, I've drunk all the Kool Aid, um, <laughs> for great good start. reason. Yeah, for good reasons. Um, and if for some reason, you know, not everyone can be in Brienne's program because there is a limit <laughs> to the number of yeah. right? there are a lot of other people out there who do really good work in the mindset realm. Mm-hmm. So um, I think looking to make sure you get that under control first is really great. And with any coach, whether you're at this stage or the next stage, which is what I do, um, you're going to want to interview several people. Uh, you really shouldn't uh, just kind of dive in. Uh, without having that, most coaches will offer a free introductory call about 30 minutes just to see if you guys uh, resonate, Mm -hmm. if you're vibing, if you really like what they're doing. And um, if you feel at all uncomfortable, even if they're highly recommended, it's, it's probably not the person for you. And it's much better to spend a little more time looking for somebody that really fits well with you, because these are an expensive luxury investment. This is not something that you're just like paying 20 bucks for once a week. Mm. Like this is, this Mm -hmm. is really important. Um, The other thing I want to mention, you know, so say you, you're ready to work on the mindset stuff. And I know you guys have talked about this on here as well. Um, I recommend if you're working on mindset to also work with a therapist um, at the same time.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: I, there's, sounds familiar. Yeah. A really (laughs) great um, uh, person we interviewed on my podcast, Camp Adulthood, her name is Jenny Mainpaw, and she has a wonderful book called Forward and Heels. And she's a therapist, she's an MSW and a coach. And Jenny talks, Mm -hmm. Really, articulately about the difference between therapy and coaching, and I, I feel like I've been telling everyone this because it resonated so strongly with me. And therapy basically looks at your past to understand your present, while coaching looks at your present to inform your future. Mm -hmm. So, if you have both of those working together in tandem, it is a really, really awesome way to jumpstart your journey. Sounds powerful. It yeah, it, it's yeah. It pretty incredible. And it, you know, I think a lot of times, again, we feel that guilt or that shame for being like, oh, should I, like, do I have time to do a therapist and a coach and it's expensive and blah, blah, blah. There are reasons why these things work the way that they do and, and why they should be done in in tandem. So I, I want to put that out there because might as well get through all the therapy stuff when you're starting out or when you're having a slow period or a period of transition because- after you do that stuff for six months or a year, you're going to be so busy with work,
1: you're not going to have time. It's going to be like go time.
0: Yeah, it'll be go time. So after you've gotten all of that mindset um, stuff and you've done all the work on yourself, which is so important, uh, now it's time to really get practical. And that's where uh, what I do, which is I I love that Cassie calls me a business strategist. Um, that is a word that I really love uh, coaching always kind of made me feel a little weird. Um, but strategy
1: it can mean so many things, but business no. strategist is like right to the point. Yeah. Like
2: <laughs> yeah. would you speak a little bit more to like the difference between like a business coach and a strategist mm-hmm. and like why the word coaching irks you? It has always irked me by the way. Yeah. I've never yeah. called myself like a health coach when I was in nutrition and yep. like, <sighs> yeah. Okay.
0: It's a hard word. Well, and I think unfortunately it's because the industry became so, saturated isn't the right word, but coaching just started popping up everywhere and there isn't, yeah, it's, it's everywhere. And it just, there's no regulation. Like anybody can call themselves a coach. Um, And I think it also, you know, it got a little bit, I don't know, kind of, made fun of a little bit, I think, in popular media, the whole rise of life coaches. I think it's all of diluted. That. Yeah, it's I think diluted. It's that's the word I was like. diluted at this point. point.
2: I yeah. mean, I yeah. Coffee today. <laughs> so, <laughs> We're going to get Shay a cup of coffee after this. I
0: know. Well, I've already had one and a half, and that's my limit for the day. Gotcha. So, okay. um, <laughs> I see you over there. Yeah. Uh, drinking my water now. Uh, but yeah, so it is so diluted that a lot of people don't know what a coach means or um, – or what that does. Um, Where strategists, we're really, really focusing on concrete and practical action steps that you can mm-hmm. take um, to reach your short, mid, and long-term goals. And what I do with my clients. So, for example, if I'm working with Cassie, which she um, does, by the way, which I am. Um, <laughs> you know, we started with what is the big, 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 big picture goal, and she's like, well. I, can I talk about this, please? Oh, yeah. yes. It, okay. Yeah, we've Open talked board. about it many times on the uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm-hmm. You know, she wants to have her own restaurant um, and and community space, and that's kind of the big goal. And by the way, I also always try to bring goals into the, um, when I say long-term, I mean five to 10-year goals. We're not talking 20, 30, 40. That's too far in the future. Everything should be in that five to 10-year range. Um, and then we look at What is the midterm goal? The midterm goal is to write a cookbook. Okay, so we know what that is. And then we're looking at the short-term goal. And the short-term goal is her blog and her newsletter. And each of those inform the next step up. So then once you kind of have those three, um, let's say, stops on the trail delineated, you then go through and you figure out what are the little micro steps lead to each of these goals and you just break it down and make it very clear. Um, and then what's really great is because hopefully you're working with someone who has done all that mindset work. If something happens and you get off course, you can say, you you can really, you can very easily course correct. And I, and I really come back to this idea of, of course correction or course adjusting. Um, you know, for example, this past week, um, Cassie had to put a lot of her plans on hold because the lead conference for Beauty Counter in San Francisco got canceled. So she threw together this incredible retreat for a group of women here in Portland. But she threw that. She had to put everything to the side to throw this together. And it was really important that she did that. Um... But that doesn't mean that now she's going to have a problem getting back to her newsletter or getting back to her writing and all of that stuff. It just is, okay, we had to do this. We know how this event informs the other goals, and we're not going to feel bad about it, and we're going to jump right back in. Pivot. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean it's like dancing, right? You pivot mm-hmm. out and then you pivot back in. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, we call oh, yeah. that the cha-cha. To the yeah. path, right? Yeah. And you know, I think a lot of those pivots too can really inform. Um, you know, what are some other pieces that we can bring to the table that can actually support? Because you know, one of the conversations that came out of that for us was, you know, I am great at doing events. We like put on a, an amazing event in Portland we yeah. had so many people i mean everyone who was flying to lead in san francisco which is our annual leaders conference with beauty counter by the way um everyone who was planning on doing that came to portland instead like rerouted Conkers. everything showed up yep. talking like 10 people flying in from other places yep and uh, and and then obviously folks who were in the area came and it was like you know it went off without a hitch it was amazing mm-hmm. um, and there was such good teamwork and everybody came together and At the end of it, I'm like, I had a big like positive ego moment. Can we just have a minute to talk about the positive side of ego? Um, I had a moment where I was like, Jesus, I am good at this. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And, and just, I felt that encouragement. And then, you know, the the conversation that came from that with us was, you know, how can we do some events that support the Northwest Kitchen? How do I take this and disseminate it into that larger goal of having a restaurant? Well, mm-hmm. guess what? There's like a million events you can do that kind of look like a mini, you know, like a supper mm-hmm. club or who knows? Like there's yep. so much we can oh, do with that, God. by the way. That was the idea that came into my head yesterday uh, after we yes, talked about Did you just Uh, say supper club? Um, I'm in supper club. Uh, Oh, so anyways, I you know it's been. It's been so helpful for me. I know, you know, like you guys know, I'm an Enneagram eight. I'm a very driven person. Last year was the mindset year for me, Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't even know I needed to get my mind right until I realized I didn't know how to rest. I didn't know how to stop. I didn't know how to ask myself how how I was feeling. I didn't know how I was feeling, Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm really comfortable with that process because of a coaching from someone who kicks ass at mindset, which is Brianne Wick, by the way, last year, Um, masterminding with my peers. I think that's another thing to add to, to what you were saying, Shay, you know, like this kind of concurrent, like work on the therapy, work with a coach who does mindset. That's Mm -hmm. great too. But like having a group of peers to do that with as well was so powerful for us. Shay and I were actually in a mastermind together last year. Um, And this is like you you breaking it down, like how to find a coach and what's important. This is why I always say I'm literally your ideal client. Yeah. Because last year was mindset work for me. And when I was ready, I was like, I'm ready. I'm going to work with Shay. I don't know if she's ready for this, but I'm going to throw it way. And, you know, I I wanted to work with you the moment I met you. (laughs) I wanted to the whole time. Yeah. I, I didn't know I wasn't ready. And so I just kind of was like naturally... Like felt like I was putting it off. Yeah. Um, but I just wasn't in a place to do that. And we talked about this pretty recently on the podcast where, you know, like my my goals for my business this year are exactly the same as they were last year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that was kind of a mind F for me. Yeah. <laughs> to to get back to that and be like, oh, they are the same. Yeah. But here's what grew last year, right? me personally. Mm -hmm. And that personal development really informs that business growth. And now that we get to work together, like you said, like when we pivot, when we get off course or, you know, what looks like off course, Mm -hmm. um, it's a conversation of like, okay, how do we get back in Mm -hmm. and continue on this process? Or how do we adjust it to incorporate whatever that pivot was? Yeah. You from here on out. So it's been so so helpful. Exactly. Um, one of the things you said, Shay, was that business coaching or like working with a business strategist is a luxury investment, and I actually want to tell you I don't believe that that's true. <laughs> well, because yes. well, this is just my side of things. Yeah. Like I just want people to know how yes, you're paying a premium. Mm-hmm. But it's incredibly valuable and it mm-hmm. will grow your business in the biggest way. Yeah. I mean, I've been working with Shay for less than three months now. Mm-hmm. And my email list has grown by almost a thousand people. Crazy. That's crazy. And fantastic. I've only put out a few newsletters. So I mean, that's a really big deal for me, especially when my list was already like, it's grown by 50%. Like it was only 2000 yeah. people before that. So yeah. it's, it's been so helpful to have someone as a sounding board mm-hmm. and um, someone who can again, do that course correction. Because yeah. one of the things that I struggled with the most was seeing that bigger vision and mm-hmm. figuring out is this step informing that future step mm-hmm. and and you know you're the person who brings me back to that every time because that's i get lost in the like in the now i'm trying to mm-hmm. be present beauty counter's throwing a promotion at me i gotta pay attention to that like yeah. who knows what's happening with parenting and marriage you gotta pay attention to that I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait that's, that's the most important yeah <laughs> but <laughs> But all of that, uh, you know, it's so easy to get distracted mm-hmm. from that bigger goal or at least have it look so far away that like, why would I pay attention to that now? It's mm-hmm. so far away. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, if you look at it that way, guess what? It's going to be further away Yeah. yeah. <laughs> than what, yeah. You're, what you think it might be. Yeah.
1: And I want to speak to the person because I am going to take a second. I'm going to tell you there's probably a mass percentage that's listening and thinking like, yes, that is a luxury. Yes, that's a someday. And I can tell in your head, I can see you. You're like, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I just would to be organized. Yeah. I just have to like back into my goals. I just have to, I, I know it because guess who was also doing that? Mm-hmm. Like, I can do this. I am a strong, independent woman.
2: I can <laughs> do this. Like, you know. <laughs> and you can and you are. I'm smart. I am capable.
1: <laughs> and it's like, yes, yes, exactly. What's interesting about this for me is like the mindset. I'm still kind of like, in the mindset stage. Cause like, I think it really does take like a full calendar year. You yeah. Know what I, mean? I agree. You know, I agree. of like really diving in because you start uncovering things and you start working on stuff and then you uncover more things and then, but I was very much in that mindset of like, I am a strong independent woman. I am capable. I'm smart. I'm like, cause you know what? I like, I, I had good self-esteem going mm-hmm. into this business stuff and a lot of denial of my fear and things that brands helping me work on. But what's so important to me is having somebody that I can, that, that can breathe that life into me of like, this is where, this is a path. This is what you want to do, you know, or like helping me figure out like, you know, if I wanted to pivot, like if I wanted to create something over here, but, and I thought this was my path, but it actually starts to kind of change and morph a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like I need somebody in my life that helps me strategize that and recognizes this is an opportunity I need to take because things come, things come at me. Yeah. All the time. So like well, having a brand stra- or a business strategist, I think can be super important for changes, pivots, distractions, sure. you know.
0: And I think Jen, what's so interesting um, in working with you is that we've had, I don't know, I'm not, we haven't talked quite as consistently as I we have. Just with just started. You. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, I've had a few conversations with you since, oh, I don't know, probably November. Mm-hmm. And it's been amazing to me, and I don't even think you see this, um, how <laughs> much you've honed in on your direction mm. just since the first time we kind of talked in an official capacity. Because yeah. you were like, maybe I'll do this, and maybe I'll do that, maybe I'll do that. But you, as you've worked on that that mindset work with Brianne, you're now ready to come into working with me, right? And now, yes. um, now it's time to start thinking about the practical and just the mm-hmm. fact that you're so much Clearer on, um, you know, again, what that long, mid, short term goal are and the things that you, you know, your what and your how. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, again, going back to picking a business coach, if you get on a call with somebody and they're not asking you these questions and they're not kind of digging into where you are with your mindset, if they're not, if it's just all about the sale for them, that's not a good coach.
1: Good you're going to hit coach. wall after wall after yeah. wall and you're going to be like, why yeah. am I spending all this money and yeah. I can't seem to quote unquote accomplish mm-hmm. this thing or get this, get yeah. to this place yeah. and it's because that, pissing, that missing piece is there. Mm-hmm. Guys, I did that mm-hmm. for years. Yeah. Just bang, bang, hitting my head up against that wall yeah. and just being like, why is this an issue and totally ignoring the personal growth and mindset because I didn't know it was there. I mean, once I became aware of it, I was like, oh. Yeah.
0: And again, I think once you've moved on- working with a strategist like myself, who's like, okay, you know what? I don't do mindset, but I'm aware of mindset. And we are going to talk about that in our first call. So I can know where your hangups are. Um, Sometimes I'm almost like, can I get a referral from, or, you know, can I have a conversation to get up to date on you with, from your current (laughs) coach? No, but it's good to know, you know, where my, clients hangups are. So I can kind of point that out to them. And even though I don't do the deep intensive mindset work, we do, you know, I know everybody's Enneagram number. I know their love language. We talk about if they've done finder. we talk about that, you know, we use all of those same tools. Um, it's just really helpful if they've identified those before you know, they come to work with me. And again, looking at that timeline, sometimes this is a person who hasn't even started their business yet, but they're like, yeah, I already did all that work. I'm ready to go. I don't need to do any more mindset work. And you jump right in. And then we do a build together, which is really fun. I love a good build. And,
2: and really, honestly, like it might look like I had an established business before January outside of Beauty Counter, but I really didn't, you guys, because <laughs> I was doing one-on-one nutrition counseling before, which I haven't been doing for this February is two years since I wow. dropped, since I dropped client work um, and made Beauty Counter my full-time gig. And it's, it's paid me so well. That, you know, obviously, like, let's talk about some of my hangups, because I think other people are going to have a lot of the same ones. Mm -hmm. And that was such a big thing for me, having done that mindset work Mm -hmm. to bring to the table with you and say, hey, these are the reasons why I get in my own way. Yeah. And I already know them. And so I'm going to need you to call me out on those. Great. I got it. Yeah. And she already has many times, by the way. <laughs> so it's the it's the, I'm too busy to make time for this. It's the, um you know, feeling frustrated that like, you know, I know you guys, I'm not going to be making any money on my blog for a very long time yeah. um, or what feels like a long time to me, right? I am already having brands reach out to me. I'm having a little bit of success in that space. Um, but, you know, it's hard to get with brands that you really align with. So I'm having to say no to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that process, you know, I, I'm having to dedicate time and effort to something that I know is that is going toward that long-term goal and Mm -hmm. building credibility. Because if I want to have a cookbook one day, I better have a robust blog with recipes so that I have backed up like, Hey, I'm good at writing copy. My recipes, everybody loves them. This is, you know, that kind of thing. You need that. You mm-hmm. need that clout. You need that collateral. Mm-hmm. And um, and so it's really hard for me to prioritize that because I'm not making any money off of it. Yeah. And Beauty Counter has always kind of come in and set a precedent and and not necessarily distracted me. Um, you know, there are definitely times where I've allowed it to kind of be a distraction from those bigger goals. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm here to be in a space where I'm like, hey, I'm meant to do a lot more than Beauty Counter. Yeah. And that doesn't mean I'm not incredibly proud super in will always be in. Right. Mm
1: -hmm. But
2: you know, it's, it's one thing that I do and I made it my main thing for a few years so that I could build it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I gave myself that permission. You know, I was like, this needs to be the thing that I build because it's going to pay me extremely well. And then I finally got to a place with my income where I was like, okay, it's paying me well enough. I need to start to diversify my portfolio and what I'm offering and actually do the things that I love doing that Mm -hmm. bring me so much joy. Um, And not that pieces of beauty counter don't bring me joy, but it's different. It's different. It's like that fiery inner passion that I'm like, I need to teach people how to do this. Yeah. Y'all need to learn how to frost a cake. Okay. Like I'm going to help you with that. So it's been a really interesting thing for me to be able to bring those hangups to the table where I'm like, it's hard for me to focus on something that's not making me money right now. Yeah. Um, I think that's a real real for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, that long-term, you know, how is this newsletter serving me and how is this blog post serving me? Um, but we talk so much about how providing value in your business mm-hmm. is so important because the moment you have something for someone to buy from you in that category, mm-hmm. you want them to run to buy that from you. Like, and you had to have yeah. built this level of trust and assuredness for them that they know anything you put out there, they're going to consume and absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. And that takes time. And that's not something I ever prioritized in my business because, you know, a lot of people go into the nutrition thing mm-hmm. having like, they start with the blog. Yeah. They start with the, you know, with a platform there. And my nutrition practice in person took off so quickly, which was a huge blessing but it, it kept me from like the part of it, this, that I love. And that's literally like teaching people how to cook things that feel complicated. Yeah. Um, and so being able to make that shift and have you as my strategist to bring me back and say, Hey, you're getting stuck in this hangup. This is what you told me. Okay. Now you got to yeah. refocus and, and move forward. It's yeah. been absolutely huge.
0: Hey, well, you know, I think it's really interesting as you're as we keep coming back to this word of strategy and strategists because I think a lot of people, especially if they're a baby business or this business isn't making them any money right now, strategists can kind of feel like a big scary word, right? Like, well, why would I need that? What does this do for me? Oh, well, I'm still working my nine to five, so that would be a waste, you know. Um, but here's the thing: is and I think also some people feel like strategy seems manipulative. Like we shouldn't apply strategy because we're tempting fate or we're being too
2: calculated, particularly I'm sorry, as- you're not gonna have a successful business unless oh. you employ strategy. Totally. And I think we need to get away from thinking of the word manipulative or manipulation as a bad thing. Amen. I I'm like I have been using that in coaching conversations with my consultants on my team really yeah. often lately, like yeah. we, we need to let go of the negative stronghold that we have on mm-hmm. what it means to manipulate something. Because exactly. if you have the power to do that yeah. in a positive way, yeah. like, holy moly, yeah. right? Like if you're getting to that mountain
1: way over there and it would be faster, less stressful, better on your mm-hmm. time, better on your body to build a freaking bridge, yeah. Build a bridge. And yeah. that takes strategy. That takes it takes education. That yeah. takes, you know, a plan. You know, yeah, you could take the long route up the way, but why would you do that? Yeah. And I think too, if
0: we're getting not to go on too much of a tangent, but if we're getting held up on that idea of manipulation, um, I like to take it out of the realm of the kind of cerebral and put it into the idea of physical manipulation. And this is my favorite analogy, but it's a little bit gross. But like, okay, if you're a midwife. <laughs> and you have a, a mom that comes in presenting with a breech baby, what do you do? You fucking get on top of her and you manipulate the position of the baby with your hands so the baby can have a successful birth. And that's what we're doing here with our business. We're getting in and we're manipulating what we're doing to have you know a successful business, to have a successful birth you know, of our brainchild. And there's nothing wrong or negative um, about that. So I think sometimes looking at really what truly what that word means can be really helpful. Um, But if you think, again, that you don't need a strategist or you're not there yet, um, I think everyone should be strategic about all areas of their life, Uh, whether it's, again, in that personal realm, you know, you have to be strategic about your relationship with your partner, right? You know, you can't just be like, oh, it's fine. We don't need to like plan to go out or like do anything and it'll just work itself out. Like that doesn't work. Um, I do some career coaching and this is, you know, uh, people come to me all the time and they're like, well, shouldn't I just know what I want to do? And I'm like, no, you shouldn't just know what you want to do. I work with a lot of young women and um, transitional points of their careers. And they Don't realize that if they want something, they have to create a strategy to get it. They can't just expect the universe to like open up and, and give it to them. And then once they create a strategy, they're like, oh, I didn't realize I was already doing all the things I needed to be doing. So they don't even actually have to, to change anything. They just have to. It's just clear. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And then with business owners, it's, it's the same thing. It's, it's looking at how are we going to get from point a to point b and how are we going to do it in a way as jen says how are we going to build the bridge as opposed to going around the mountain or going around the river i don't know anyway
2: whatever so, <laughs> same, whatever same, you know we're yeah. not really focused on those um, yeah the metaphors <laughs> <laughs> um, so i think that's one really I'm smart d- sorry go ahead jen Oh,
1: I just think it's really smart to have that conversation with young women because I think that it's so easy, um, and I think we do this as adults too, um, look at what's been done and think that that should just come to me because other people, it just came to them, but how many people go down that path and realize that's not actually what they wanted because they didn't really think about what they wanted, you know, they didn't really sit down to try to strategize to their strengths. They were just feeding into what was like easy because it's been done before sort of thing. And I think that's where the brands – I mean, I keep saying brand. Business strategists can really be the most successful with somebody is helping them strategize and figure out, and I really think the younger generations, so many options out there. Yeah. so – like, I I mean, I I find myself coaching – I have a couple of young women that were my cheerleaders, (laughs) and they're in that age where they're, like, college age right now, Mm -hmm. and they're just like, what the heck? Like, I can do literally anything I want, literally, but Mm – what does that even mean? You know, like it's so like broad. Yeah. And I think that can even happen when you're in genres for businesses. Like, you know, you want to be in this genre. Well, you could do that 20 million million different different ways. And there, you know, I don't, I go back
0: and forth on this, but like, I think we don't, even realize, we forget, I guess, how different things are than they were even 10 years ago. And the number of ways to make money, the number of types of careers out there are totally different. So, so often people, whether it's in business or just in their career or vocation, they don't even know what options are out there. So part of my job as a strategist, um, when I'm getting like really Granular about what I do, I I also think of myself as a curator. And it's about being able to talk to somebody about what they want and then say, okay, I need you to read this book. I want you to listen to this podcast. And then we're going to have a discussion about uh, and do research on, you know, these three things. And then we're going to come back and have a conversation about it. Mm -hmm. And it's not about me um, spoon feeding you and telling you what to do, but it's about curating the materials that are going to help you come to the answer that you I need this. Um, and this is also why I don't um, guarantee results when I talk about uh, my coaching because results look so different for every person right so for Cassie it's getting those thousand um, or yeah the thousand signups for her newsletter for Genevieve it's going to be about defining the long-term goal the midterm goal and the short-term goal
2: on the um, hit well, that one, yeah. yeah. Well, and I would even say, you know, another measure for me is: am I am I able to be consistent? Mm-hmm. All of the, that's going to yeah. be the biggest thing for me yeah. at the end of this year. Uh, have I been able to establish a pattern of consistency? And I'm giving myself enough gentility to allow this to be the year where I'm establishing patterns, mm-hmm. and next year is the year where I'm like I'm executing those patterns, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, one of, you know, one of the things Shay that I like, I want to mention, and this is about you specifically, but like anyone who's looking for a business coach or a strategist, especially in the strategist space. So like you're the person who's got their mind, right? You're ready. You know yeah. what it is. You know what the big goal is. You might yeah. need help with those midterm goals and things like that. What's pointing you in this direction. Yeah. Um, you know, and you're in a similar place where you're like, okay, I'm ready to grow. I'm ready to expand. I don't know what the path from point A to point B looks mm-hmm. like. And um, you need to work with someone who um, has a quite a bit of education. Can I just, can we just say that? <laughs> quite a bit of education yeah. and a mind toward, um, you know, the areas of your business in which you need help. So like one of the things that Shay and I talk about a lot is like copywriting and things in that space. And, and she's someone who, you know, when she emails me back when I get my newsletter out and she's like, this is really well-written. Man, that takes a lot of weight for me because Homegirl yeah. has a master's degree in business management and English, English literature. <laughs> Thanks, Cass. Messing around. Yeah. So it's something, and, and the other thing that you bring to the table with that, and you guys need to be looking for in a quality business coach and business strategist, is, you know, are, are, is this person well-connected with mm-hmm. other people um, who you can work with outside of this kind of business relationship? Because mm-hmm. the networking piece is huge when you work with either a coach or a strategist. Yeah. Depending on where you're at in your business because you can connect. Because I mean, if I hadn't worked with Brianne, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known you and Mm -hmm. we wouldn't be working together now. And if I hadn't been working together, you wouldn't be kind of filling me with these ideas about who I can connect with in the next step of the business. You're just always being like, oh, I need to connect you with this or, you know, go listen (laughs) to this podcast episode or you're a very, extremely well-read person. Um, and I do not have that in me. And so I need, I need someone to tell me what I need to be reading. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and what's like really important in that space. Cause I don't have a lot of bandwidth for that. And I also, I don't, I'm not a pleasure reader. Right. And so that particularly for me is absolutely huge. So, you know, finding someone who in whatever doesn't ha- they don't have to be extremely educated in the area, right. Mm-hmm. That you're yes. in. Yeah. But I knew I could trust you with, I want to take an editorial approach. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was a really big thing for you and I specifically. Yeah. I love that. And so, I, Yeah. I mean, the connections that you've helped us establish, and obviously Genevieve and I were working together before we knew you, mm-hmm. but you're speaking to us in a way of like, okay, well, how does Rebel Heart Radio support this bigger goal? And how do you guys allow that to inform your own personal separate business growth? And then also the growth of the brand yeah. of Rebel Heart Radio yeah. and looking at it from that perspective. And so you've helped us a ton and almost like getting Jen and I to network more, mm-hmm. which is really funny. Yeah. Um, but it's like an added facet to our relationship that we yeah. hadn't explored.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, I think that's so interesting, Um, you know, because sometimes when you're looking for a coach, you're going to say, okay, well, I have to find somebody who is niche. And I think that's actually a mistake. I think it's a mistake too. Because across the board, people are going to be, and this is my, has always been my mantra, is like, it's all the same shit, right? Like everybody needs to do good copywriting. Everybody needs to be networking the right way. Um, all of the resources are pretty similar across the board and the pro the real problem with a lot of people who are so for me like I um you know I do this multi-passionate entrepreneur coaching and I, I do other coaching but that's not my only gig right like I'm building my business I'm building another company um so I feel like in the words of uh Brene Brown I'm constantly in the arena getting my ass kicked um
1: But love that you just used that quote.
0: So good. We talk about it all the time um, at Breakaway, which is is the company I'm working with right now, and. What, what's so awesome about that, you know is is that I really do know what it means to build a business across different uh, genres and niches. But if you look for somebody, so I work quite a bit with people in the wellness space, particularly those who have uh, boutique fitness studios, and they all want to go work with the person who, you know, oh well, they built this studio and then they sold it for hundred thousand dollars. And I'm like, that person is now just coaching. And they've just been coaching for 10 years. They know nothing about the business space now and what worked for them 10 or 15 years ago. And my, my partner in that project, Emily and I, we like go crazy about this. Like they know nothing. Like they're not a studio owner. They cannot help you. Mm -hmm. Um, so you really want to think about somebody who, who again is out there in the arena getting their ass kicked. And that's a question, you know, when you do that discovery call with a potential, Um, business coach, like you're interviewing them and you should ask questions like, you know, how are you growing your business? Yeah. What are are your current projects? Yeah. What are your projects? What do you do? Um, Mm. How does that inform how we would work together? I mean, these kind of questions are really um, important uh, because again, it's not about kind of all that surface level stuff, you know, whether your, your goal is to have a restaurant or to have a skincare education empire, or to—I mean, I don't even know really what my <laughs> long-term goal is. Because as I keep saying, shoemakers' wives go barefoot. Um, you know, it—it's it, important. It, it's all the same. It's all the same tools to get to your goal. It's just how how you use them will be a little bit different depending on what that end goal is.
2: I think a really good question in the like, are you in the arena? Is asking your coach if they have their own coach. Yeah. I yeah. think that's absolutely huge yeah. mm-hmm. because they also need a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, just like Jen was saying in the beginning, it's it's so easy to be in this space where you're like, okay, I can. Like Jen and I always joke about like bootstrapping stuff. <laughs> like <laughs> we'll bootstrap it. Like we bootstrap yeah. everything. We'll yeah. make it work. Um, yeah. And you know, of course, like everything is figure outable. Thank you, Marie mm-hmm. Forleo, for that. Um, yeah. But you, everybody needs some help sometimes. Yeah. Or all the time, by the way. Um, And I think one of the things that we don't put enough weight on is like if someone is trying to really build something and coach and train you, they need to be in a space where they're also getting Mm -hmm. some help and expertise and support because we always want our support person to be supported. Mm -hmm. That's huge.
0: And it's so funny because I've been thinking about this a lot lately, Cassie. Um, and again, it's like, what is that third level of coaching, right? I did the mindset. I did the strategy. Mm-hmm. So then if you're looking for that that third level, you can get really specific. And that's when you want to maybe find that niche-specific person yep. or a person who focuses on your problem, right? So like I've done my mindset work, I've done my strategy. I'm on to level 3 right now. So right now I'm looking for um, an Enneagram coach because I want to work with somebody who can really help me with some specific issues that have come up related to my nines. So like that's how I would answer that question for a client. Um, but again, you know, I think it's just really important to know that again, if your coach is trying to engage you for life and isn't doesn't understand that there are these there are these different phases of needs. Um, I get, you want to, you want to rethink about that person. And, you know, it was interesting for me, my mind, I worked with Brienne as well for over a year, probably about a year and a half between one-on-one coaching and the mastermind. And uh, when we kind of went our separate ways, I was like, oh, very scared. But it, it, it was definitely a time. And I really respect Brianne as a practitioner because she was able to say like, you don't need me anymore, you know? Um, or maybe she was just sick of me. I don't know. But it, it showed a lot of intent. I doubt it. I, see, that's <laughs> this is my nine thing I need to work on is like feeling like I don't belong anywhere. But anyway, that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> Add that to your India New Year clips. Um, uh-huh. But you know, it it was really it showed a lot of integrity and wonderfulness on Brianne's part that she was like, Yeah, I could keep getting seven hundred bucks a month from you, but I know that you're ready for the next stage. And mm-hmm. here are some recommendations and I love you and you're keep me posted part of my community. What? Yeah, she's like, Keep me posted. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think that's just something to to keep in mind again as you're shopping for a coach or working with a coach. If for some reason your coach isn't fitting. Well, with you anymore, that's that might be wise because you've kind of outlived their usefulness, and it's time mm-hmm. to now move on to the next stage or the next phase of coaching.
2: Well, and, and I, I think, think just as you said, like a really great coach knows when that point is yeah. and has the goal of being like, "Hey, it's like the our goal is for you to not need me anymore and for you to move on to this next step, yeah,
1: I think that the the phrase, I don't know if you guys have heard this before, but the trickle down is real. Mm-hmm. is um, something that I've used in many different instances because it can it can go both ways. Like I really think of it as just, you know, energy. That mm-hmm. energy trickle down is real. And it's like, you know, you talked about having um, a coach who has a coach, mm-hmm. you know, and then also making sure that your energies jive, like that all really like matches up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the trickle down is real, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, when you're stressed, it's really easy to pass that on to somebody else. But if you have at least like, a mastermind group, if you have like a coach behind you, like I have all these things, you guys. And the thing is, is I also want to breathe this into people too. This doesn't happen all at once.
2: Mm-mm. You don't like
1: get a coach, get a mastermind. Da, da, da. Like it's not, it, it's a, it's as you go through this mastermind or this like mindset process, yeah. you just start kind of finding these things for yourself because you recognize that need. Yeah. And um, that's part of that connection process with your Brand strategist or your mindset coach is that they if they're connected, then they can help you find those things that work incredibly well for you. It's like the connection, the trickle down, like it's all connected, man like mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. and i also I think there's a big difference between you know asking for help from someone who's done what you want to do mm-hmm. and just saying you know like a, an overview like, oh, how did you do that? like well, yeah. how did that work for you, and you know what were some good stepping stones for you? that person is not going to know or be able to help you work through like the inner workings of your personal business. Exactly. But they are going to be able to give you some good ideas. So mm-hmm. that's like where a mastermind is probably a really good idea, yeah. you know, with those people or just having like a coffee date. And, you know, we hate this term, but like picking someone's brain and offering up the, you know, the reverse. I've yeah. had a lot of people ask like, well, if you want to open a restaurant, then why aren't you talking to people who own restaurants? I'm like, no, no, I'm trying to do something different over here. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, when I get there, yes, I'm going to absolutely work with a consultant, someone who's opened multiple restaurants and be like, hey, what are the logistics that I need to be aware of? What's this, you know, but that's at the place where it's like so niche. Mm-hmm. where, yeah, I'm going to talk to someone yeah. about that when I have the capital and I'm ready to open a restaurant. And that's, right? you know, that's phase four or five of your
0: kind yes. of coaching and strategy education. And it's, it's just so helpful to think of it in that way. Um, and realize, again, you'll need different things at different phases of your career. And this is why there are coaches and strategists and consultants out there who charge 30 grand or 50 grand or a hundred grand to work with you or to work with an executive or a company. Um, you know, because people, people need different things at at different times and, and being aware of that is just really important.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So Shay, I think one of the things that, you know, I keep coming back to is, you know, on the, on that line of having to, you know, how do I choose a coach? Um, how do I know it's the right time to work with a coach Mm. I think that's yeah. another, you know, a timing issue. And I think a lot of us think we need to be a, a lot further along to be able to make that work. And I know that's something that I've struggled with. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not really ready for that next step. And most of the time, can we all agree, the time to take the step is when you don't feel ready to take it. Yeah. So that, true.
0: Um. Yeah, I think the timing question is is really an interesting one. I mean, I almost feel... Like if you're feeling called to it at all, it probably is the time. And it's just about then figuring out, am I in phase one, phase two, phase three, what type of coach do I need? Mm-hmm. Um, I also would say, make sure that you have the capital. So it's not going to be, you know, here's one thing, everyone needs coaching, um, or strategy, but I don't ever want anyone to be going into debt over it. So I definitely feel like if you can't pay in cash for that, or you don't have a really good points on that credit card, um, it's probably not, not the right time. Um, and then I think this comes to this again, how to choose between, um, do I just join an online group? Do I need a coach? Do I need a mastermind? Do I take another course? Um, And again, I think you kind of are looking at this intersection of need, this uh, budget, um, and just, and kind of what is your gut telling you? Um, I found that I really needed a coach. Uh, The timing was right for me when I felt like I'd been inside my own head way too much. And like the internet was too noisy, Mm. but in my head was, well, was also noisy, but you know, it was the same voice over and over again. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was just really nice to be able to almost have not a photocopy of my brain because my coach was clearly very different than me, but she was able to mirror back myself to me. um, And also just be that person to bounce ideas off of and to get direction from. And and we really did. um, I worked with Brienne kind of as she was transitioning through her coaching into Brave Fear. So we got to do a lot of really fun stuff. Um, But again, for me, it was just being able to not feel like I only had to rely on myself because being a solopreneur or a multi-passionate entrepreneur is very lonely. Um, and having a coach just gives you somebody in your corner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I would recommend working with a coach first before joining a mastermind if that's possible.
2: Mm, yeah, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I had the reverse. Yeah. Um, but when I got into that mastermind, I was like, oh, I really need to be doing some individual yeah. work right well, now. And I think when I say coaching, remember that there's a lot of different packages or
0: types of coaching out there. Um, So what I do is I do a a 90 minute strategy session, which usually ends up being like a couple hours, but, um, and then we, we touch in weekly and that's how I run my practice. And that's great. But there's other people who offer like just a single one-off 90 minute session. And maybe that's all you need. You just need to like, Hey, I kind of just want to check in with somebody again, get out of my own head space and get off of the internet for a while and then that person can give you direction of you know what get a mastermind you're ready for a mastermind or you need to do some more coaching or or some other you know permutation of that
2: yeah absolutely and i think you know i'm i'm not usually a big fan of one off services in general having yeah, been too. a nutritionist in my in my day and working with clients Um, because it's hard to, you know, it's one thing to hear what it is that you need to do, Mm -hmm. but when you're showing up, I mean, when you're showing up to a coach, it's a little bit different, but when you're showing up to a strategist, you know, you know what it is that you want to do. Um, it may be the how, maybe the what is a struggle, but you need that accountability. And that is, I mean, such a big part of our weekly meetings. It's like, Hey, did you make good on the things you said you were going to do? And, when I don't, I'm, it's not like a guilt thing, but it's definitely like, okay, I have someone to answer to. I'm going to have to report to Shay. I need to get something done. Yeah. And you can give yourself a little bit of like gentleness around, did I get all the things done? No. But if yeah. I weren't working with Shay and if I hadn't given myself these five things, I wouldn't have three of them done right now. Exactly. <laughs> right. I would and have if- none of them done. <laughs>
0: And, and I think that that is such a good point, Cassie. And it's about, again, the strategic accountability because I know if you're like a squirrel like me, which I don't think Cassie is, but it's very easy for me to come in and say like, oh, look, I did all of these things this week and none of those things are actually relevant to the strategy that mm-hmm. I have. Mm-hmm. So by working with a coach who can keep you strategically accountable, mm-hmm. you're going to not be like, oh, well, I redid all the copy on my website because- hopefully you will have asked your coach is this a good step for me and then the coach will say like no that's stupid you need to be focusing well <laughs> that's what I would say most coaches are a
2: little I love redirectness it works <laughs> yeah. very well for me <laughs> yeah
0: um I work very well with eights I'm just gonna say uh yeah you, you know so, well with me yeah I know well I
2: love twos because nine and twos are like you know we just yeah, want their kindred spirits. So yeah. So Shay is a nine wing eight. So home girl, no matter what number you are, she sees you. <laughs> I'm, just gonna say, I'm gonna put that there. Yeah. Um, but the directness, I think the directness is something everyone needs. You know, we were having so many conversations at the retreat this last weekend about, you know, how do we talk to people about, you know, you know, what beauty counter does and and what we do as beauty counter consultants and the products <sighs> that we have, how do we talk about that with confidence? And the answer from so many of the leaders in the room was like directness. And mm-hmm. directness is what allows you to maintain authenticity because you're not being around the bush. You're staying true to who you are. And I think so much of that is true in the translation to these other arms of your business and working with a coach. Like if you hire a coach and they're going to pussyfoot around this thing that they need to tell you, like, I'm sorry, it's not, yeah. it's not a helpful thing. Yeah. I would rather you say, Hey, Cassie, you're getting distracted. You need to focus on this instead. Let's move on. Let's talk about the next thing. And I'm like, okay, cool. I got it. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, and she's a lot, less direct that I mean like you know what I mean like your delivery is different than my delivery but the directness <laughs> is the same and uh you know the other thing that you know I think has been so incredibly valuable for me valuable for me in working with a strategist is having that constant touch point and having a meeting to look forward to a mentorship meeting a, a meeting of the minds like it's so multifaceted. You're going to get ideas on how to move through things and, and you're also going to get support and encouragement. You're going to get some education. You get some books thrown at you that you need to read. Working on that list by the way. (laughs) Um, But it's the the piece of it for me that is so incredibly important. And something I have to continually admit here is I really struggle with accountability. Mm -hmm. I am the weirdest eight out there. And not only like am I like this rare unicorn, right? A female eight is relatively rare. But also like I'm an obliger, which is what is that even? Like <laughs> so if you guys don't know what an obliger is, like go back and listen to some of our personal development episodes. The four tendencies is like this wonderful, like how do I, how do I respond to other people's expectations and how do I respond to inner expectations? Mm-hmm. Well, I like know what I want to do. I'm super clear. I have a lot of, vision and excitement. I know I'm capable of big things, but man, those little tasks that add up, they overwhelm the shit out of me. Yeah, And I need someone on the other side of it saying, Hey, these little tasks, they matter. And- And Here's what to focus on.
0: Exactly. And I think the other thing that I love with about working with um, entrepreneurs like yourself and Genevieve um, is that you guys are at the super exciting point in your career. Uh, and this happens a lot for multi-passionate entrepreneurs where you're getting a lot of offers to do really cool stuff. Yeah. And if you're not working with a strategist who can help you uh, evaluate those offers, you're just going to do everything or you're going to end up doing a lot of stuff that takes you away from that long-term mm-hmm. goal. Um, exactly. Exactly. And it's about having someone on that other end. So when you come and you're like, oh my God, I'm super jazzed about, you know, being able to work at this event, I can say, okay, that's really cool. And that's a huge honor that you were asked to do that. But how does this inform your long-term goal or your midterm goal or your short-term goal? And if you can't answer that question, then I give you permission to say no. And sometimes that's what a lot of my clients need is just someone to be like, you can say no, or you can say yes. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, Yeah. And I, you know, for me, I don't really have a problem with saying no, but I don't always know when to. Exactly. And that's, that's the key for, for working with you in that capacity. So, um, Shay, will you tell everybody like a little bit more about what it's like to work with you Mm -hmm. then, um, and how to like find you and connect with you and kind of continue to consume this information from you? Yeah, I love that. Uh,
0: so currently my, I'm offering a coaching pass package that's really directed at um people who are multi-passionate. So that means either you are already a multi-passionate entrepreneur or you may be in a nine to five with a really robust side hustle. Um, that's really my jam. And you're generally at some transition point where you've done the mindset work and you are ready to level up and make the plan and execute the plan. Um, and the nitty-gritty is we come in, we do a 90-ish Two-hour, minute, two-hour, um, ninety-minute-ish uh, strategy session where we kind of work through again those uh, long, mid, and short-term goals. Can you get those all on paper? Um, and then we can eat virtually or in person if you're in the greater Portland area and don't have coronavirus. I'm happy to meet you <laughs> at your place. Oh, um, and then uh, we meet weekly for half an hour. And every half hour we check in and it is a quick, you know, it's kind of like what's going on, what's going well, what's going poorly, what can we talk through? And we bust through it and we do that Um every week. Uh, and the package, the minimum package I have is three months. So after you do three months with me, we re up, we do another 90 minute strategy session. And then again, you get your weekly calls. Um, I'm also available for my clients on Voxer uh, boxer or via email, uh, throughout the duration of their coaching period. Um, I also offer a couple other, you know, career coaching packages, but I think this is really the one that will resonate with the listeners of Rebel
2: Heart Radio. So, I'm um, so damn good at too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank no you. You're not good at career coaching. I just don't that I haven't consumed that yeah. part of your business. Well, it's um either. it's always
0: one that I like go back and forth with of like do I even want to keep doing, but then like I'll meet with a client and I'm like, Oh, I just love you because you're so young and sweet. Yeah. Well, and
2: I will say, I mean, a lot of our listeners are in that career coaching space. So we speak a little bit to like kind of the difference between what it's like to work with an entrepreneur versus someone who is working on like really niching in their career and wanting to grow that. Yeah. So I think what's really fun is I've done
0: some really great career coaching. Um, And I am very, I think, selective of the people I work with. But I think I'll talk through one of my most recent clients. She, um, super smart kid, went to Stanford, like just blows my mind. And she's working in LA. I work, most of my career coaching clients are weirdly in the entertainment space, like these weird niches you fall into. I'm like, how did this even happen? <laughs> um, but she was really struggling with what to do next because she is 25 and she's not getting the fulfillment out of her job that she hopes. And she does. And she realized, here's the thing. If you don't want your boss's job, come talk to me right away because we need to make some major changes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in a nine to five and you're like, that's I hate great. That. That's a great question yeah. to ask yourself. Yeah. Do you want your boss's job? And if the answer is no, get out of there. Um, So basically with her, we worked through, you know, what was the next step? What are some resources that she can look at to help figure out what she wants to do next? And I gave her a lot of homework she was doing researching, like, what is a B Corp? What B Corps are in the entertainment industry? Why would I like to work with that? Um, So my career coaching probably is a little more mindset oriented, but with a large portion of like do it yourself uh, research. And we meet three times. Um, What I don't do is I don't do really intense resume or cover letter review. I do a quick review and I say like, Hey, yeah, you need to work on this. You don't need to work on this. Here's my standard kind of Suggestions, um, but there are people out there, and I can recommend some who go deep, deep, deep into like resume and cover letters and um, salary negotiation and all of that. Mm, uh, mm. That's not me, uh, but those people are out there. Uh, but yeah, so for for my clients, it's really about figuring out, just like with my entrepreneurs, what's the long, mid, and short term goal, and what are we going to do to hit those, and how can we even figure out what those goals are because a
1: lot of my clients that I work with are um a little bit younger. That's amazing. So, yeah, what I wouldn't really have bad. given to have that at that age. Yeah. Just, even well, just like, coming out of aesthetic school. Yeah. I'm like, oh, totally.
2: Shit. Totally. Yeah. Well, let me just give like a live testimonial for a minute and just gush on you. Oh my God, Jesse. I, I always joke, Shane, <laughs> I always joke about how I'm like literally her ideal client. Mm-hmm. So if you are someone who is in this kind of space where you're ready to pivot, you're ready to grow something, um, that's different than what you're already doing. Or if you're, what you're already doing is, you know, maybe you're doing the, the, I always call it baby blogging, right? When she always yells at me. <laughs> um, if you're just starting new in that journey of, of blogging or, you know, sharing via some sort of educational platform, maybe you're a beauty counter consultant who has another, like maybe beauty counter is your side hustle, or maybe like the other things, your side hustle to beauty counter. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would like that to change, like flip that, Um, or, you know, whatever it is, you're multi-passionate. You're someone who, you know, you have all these kind of little micro businesses that you run. I know a lot of folks who listen to the podcast are in that space. Maybe they're like a yoga instructor and they do beauty counter and they do retreats and they do, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And so, um, if you're in that space where you're like, what's my next best move to get to that bigger vision, that longer term goal, like Shay is the person to work with. (laughs) Like yeah. cannot say it enough. Um, and you know, for me, even the progress that I've seen in my own business in the last few months has not only grown, obviously my email list, which is like the tangible kind of thing that we can kind of talk about right now. Um, it, but it's also grown my beauty counter business in a big way. Um, and so that's been really cool to watch that happen and just get ready to like reinvigorate and reinvest in, in not, not necessarily. So last year was like, I'm investing in myself. And this year it's like, I'm investing in my business and I'm getting yeah. real serious about it. And I've seen a lot of really incredible results. And, you know, one of the things like, I love the three month thing, cause that allows you to um, reevaluate at that three month mm-hmm. mark. And, you know, spending three months with you has taught me how short three months is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <You know>?
2: It's <laughs> Lying really back. amazing. And there's a couple pieces of that, right? It's, um, you know, three months is so short that um it's it's hard to feel like you've you've been able to like accomplish enough to be like okay I'm done with this part right mm-hmm. i have a feeling Shane and i are going to be working together for at least a year <laughs> i love um, it. And, and 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 I knew, like, we worked together for a week and I was like, oh, I'm going to need at least six months of this. Like, I will be doing this for another three months. Will you please keep me as a client? Yes. Um, and then the other piece of it too is like, you know, a, on a quarterly basis is such a tangible and great way to evaluate our business mm-hmm. because we have, you know, a lot of retail businesses, a lot of service-based businesses have this really interesting kind of quarterly trajectory that happens. What are mm-hmm. our slow months? What are our busy months? You know, and, and if you're a multi-passionate entrepreneur, 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 you know, this is something that Diane and Cassie Joy were talking about on their podcast Driven recently. I will link it in the show notes for you guys. I know a lot of our listeners are probably cross line there. And, um, you know, they talked about how, you know, if you are in multiple industries in your business, you need to take those slow seasons of these other industries and then build the other parts of your business that can grow or be smart and diversify your portfolio to where, you know, you've got a business that's booming all year round because, you know, these three different legs of your business have different busy seasons and different you know, and slow seasons and and how to kind of strategize around that. And so I think that's a really interesting conversation that we're starting to have too. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, January and February is a kind of a slower month for beauty count. This is a perfect time to like launch a blog yeah. and do that kind of stuff. Exactly. And what are the next, what's the next slow period? Oh, guess what? It's summer. That's going to be the time where I like really dig deep. Mm-hmm. And I'm much more interested in figuring out how all of the things that you
0: love and that you're passionate about can work together like that. Yes. Um, and Cassie and I were talking about kind of this Visual of the three years that fit for her three aspects of her business and how that moves everything forward. Um, and I also want to make a quick note, just because it is tax season. Um, please know that your your work with a business coach is is a tax write off. So yes, yes. yeah. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, percent. Yeah, um, because if you are, you know, if you're trying to decide, um, it, you know, you're like, okay, this is an investment, and it's it's a valuable, maybe you know, beyond value, a priceless. If I'm going to toot my own horn, you know, it it is an investment. And I always want to be realistic about that. Um, But if you know that that's, that's tax, tax deductible and a tax write-off that can really be helpful. Um, You know, I know like I paid no taxes last year because my mastermind was so expensive. I could write it all off. It was Uh, right. Yeah. I was like, Mm -hmm. this is I'm winning.
2: Well, and you know, there's (laughs) a difference between making money on paper and making money, right? There's a lot we can write off as business owners. It's absolutely huge. I love that. Yep. Okay. Well, um, you guys, Shay has an amazing offer for everybody who listens to the podcast. Um, I highly recommend if you're looking for a business strategist or a business coach, please go schedule a, a discovery call with Shay. And we'll link that in the show notes for you. Um, you can also just go to ShayKeats.com and you can find her there, but, um, she is offering $150 off of three months of coaching. Holy what? crap, you guys. Um, wow which is, I mean, such an incredible, incredible deal. Yeah. You, it is worth every damn penny to invest mm-hmm. in this, in this relationship and in your business in this way. Um, and it's probably the most affordable business coaching you're going to find because Shay is so clear around, this is who I'm going to be working with. And this is who I'm not going to be working with. And she will tell you if, if it's not a good fit and she'll point you in the direction of someone who is a good fit. And I think that's just so important to find someone in that way. So if you want $150 off, if you want to do the coaching, make sure you go and um, schedule a discovery call with Shay and just mention Rebel Heart Radio in the call. And, or if you're submitting a contact form that you mentioned Rebel Heart Radio in your inquiry, and she will facilitate said incredible deal for you. So, yay. Thank, thank you, you guys. So our much. Listeners and thank you for being on the podcast. Um, tell us all the channels in which we can find you.
0: Um, right now the best place to probably engage with me is just through my website. I am on Instagram at Shea Keats, but I am a very poor Instagrammer. So, um, <laughs> maybe if more people follow me, I'll be more inspired. <laughs> but, I mean, you're busy working on the backend stuff. I yeah. Think there's a lot of value there. Yeah. So, um, you can find me there. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn if that's your jam. Um, you can find me... Uh, I have a She's newsletter at Shea Keats at on Shay Instagram Keats. at Instagram. Uh, you can sign up for my newsletter via my website. Um, and you can also find me over at breakaway bookkeeping and advising, which is um, breakawayba.com. And that's a whole nother slew of services. We can talk about another time, um, but I'm, I'm hanging out over there
2: as well. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank for you. Care. We appreciate your time, hon. Yeah. Thank you guys. All right. You're the best. Thanks for joining us today on this episode
1: of Rebel Heart Radio. You can visit our website to submit a question at www.rebelheartradio.com or you can hop on our Instagram. You can ask us anything. We love to get to know you guys. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a review on iTunes and we'll catch you guys on the next episode.